How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 243 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. I'm just hanging out. Um, recent, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start by shouting out some podcasts, okay? I'm gonna see if this See if this uh, spreads spreads the love to them, and then they're like, "What? He's telling people to listen, and then they heard it from him. We'll tell people to listen to his podcast. I don't know, maybe." But check out the soft spot. It's um, it's with Julian McCullough and Meg Malloy, and they talk about. Well, I'll just leave it at that. Go check that out. Check out Lady to Lady. Um, check out... Yeah. I mean, Two Dope Queens. I've done shoutouts before. There's, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. Check them out. Check this out. First of all, if this is your first episode in, thanks for listening. If you're, um, if you're fairly new, thanks for listening. If you're, if you've been on it from, from the jump, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for listening, um, anyway. That'd be a really good name for a podcast. I bet there is one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Thanks for Listening. Um, but there's been some um, uproars again in the comedy community. And for anyone involved in the comedy community, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if anyone hasn't been paying attention to, like, news stories lately, Louis C.K. did stand-up at, I think, The Cellar in New York. And, um, he didn't talk about, like, the, all of the accusations and all of the stuff that he did because he he admitted it at one point but he didn't really like he just kind of brushed or pushed past it but Louis with that and there's the the stuff that Chloe Dykstra wrote about her relationship with Hardwick and Harvey Weinstein and just like they just kind of duck away and hide for a bit and then they come back like I'm back and it's like, well, we were mad at you when you, when you quote-unquote left, when you disappeared. And now you just come back. And 
it's not a matter of free speech. It's a matter of respecting um, the people who you've wronged and really trying to make up for what you've done because pulling, pulling your dick out and jerking off in front of someone is not okay if it's not consensual. And the fact that you asked, <laughs> he's not listening, um, but the fact that he asked isn't, isn't a redemptive thing. It's like, what, what, what? Ugh. Like, I could, I mean, no, there's no... So, there's been a lot of suggestions online of of paths for redemption, and um, I think it's good to to look into that stuff. Where, what if, what if um, they they the accused, they the ones who hid away and then just came back. Um, what if they started a studio that was run by all, by all women, and, um, by all women and people of color, because these are, these are, like, shady white, or, these guys that did the shady acts are white guys. And so, yeah, it'd be cool to give give a studio to women and people of color and um, to try and make up for the shit they've done. And, like, people say, like, relationship stuff should be private, but... I, I agree to some degree, but if what you're doing in your relationship is damaging, I think that should come to light, because that'll fuck, that'll fuck someone up, and... It's important to acknowledge everything we do just in life on a real level it's important to acknowledge everything we do and everything we want to do and but also the things that we fucking don't do and what I've never done is Pulled out my dick and jerked off in front of someone. Without their consent.
Uh, it's not a fun subject, but it's an important subject, and it should be talked about. Because, like, the imagine imagine saying that to the person that happened to. It's not a fun subject. Well, no fucking shit. Um, it's a heavy subject, and it's a, a real subject, but keep your dick in your pants, everyone. Don't, don't grab anyone if you're, if it wasn't invited. I mean, like, clearly if you're already making out, and, well, no, no, no. That's not necessarily true. But there's subtle ways to tell if you're already making out. And then, like, you maybe move your hand a little bit, and then she stops your hand, and you're like, okay, cool. Like, it's all about boundaries and, like, knowing knowing what's okay Read the fucking room. <laughs> oh. Read the fucking room. I think that's what I'll call this episode. <laughs> Read the fucking room. Because, yeah, if your advances are going um, unnoticed or unrequited then stop advancing. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Read the fucking room. I gotta write that down. Lucky I brought a pen. Again. Oh shit. Read the fucking room. Read the fucking room. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Fuck. I got my guitar from storage recently and noodling around and remembering old old songs and for the first time in fuck well I guess two years about two years for the first time in about two years, I started writing a song on guitar, and it's been it's been difficult because it physically hurts to play guitar for too long, and I can't play while I'm standing up because I can not stand up without a cane or without holding on to something. Um really 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 sucks to that it hurts to play guitar 
piano too. Piano hurts after a bit. I could play like two or three songs maybe and then my muscles will be like fucking stop it. You're weak as fuck. of my Lyme disease I found that my muscles are weak and I can't find a tweak in my weekend because I'm gonna be in pain but you know what helps when I smoke weed that really fucking helps every time I smoke weed I feel free in my head, in my heart, in my body My body stops aching so much And I smoke some weed at a party And everybody's sharing a hug Cause it's not only communal It's medicinal in nature and also there's fun things that you can think about while you're in Man, I'm always on the lookout for UFOs. <laughs> I stopped um improving that song right then. That's right. I was making it up all on the spot. You couldn't even tell. You thought that was well rehearsed. You thought maybe that was the song that I was writing. I tricked you. I sure did, I did. <laughs> Read the fucking room. That's another, that's another thing, like, um, I'll talk about, I'll, I'm not gonna say I'll talk about this and then start talking about something. I'll just start talking about it. Get it? I did the explanation of the thing I said I wasn't going to do and then said the thing that I wasn't going to say. Anyway, um... <laughs> I was looking through some of my older stand-up videos and I noticed that sometimes if I didn't get a laugh, I'd go, it's just a joke. And that's not the way to respond if, if your joke falls flat, but also if it's like maybe a shitty thing to say, like it fell, fl fell flat because it was fucking stupid. And then saying, it's just a joke is not an okay way to it it's justifying what you're saying 
by saying it's just a joke is simply a deflection. So, if some, like, if you say to your friend, hey, your hair's kind of messy today, and they're like, fuck you, and then they, like, fix it, and then you go, it's just a joke. It wasn't just a joke. Their hair was messy. Um, so, I mean... I'm trying to get at, I guess, is empathy is really important these days um, in in this chaotic world of um, the the sinkhole in Canada. Shout out to my Canadian friends. Be safe up there. I hope that sinkhole is not near you. Um, There's um, the new president of, or the prime minister of Australia that just got voted in. He's like a pleasant, pleasantly, like a pleasant Donald Trump. Because he's, I mean, he, I, I, I've, I've heard, I've heard tale told of that he's like super racist and, but doesn't talk about it but instead like offered the, these reporters tea incessantly until they accepted and then they were just like oh man I mean he he did he did give us tea <laughs> um, but there's leaders like that popping up all over and there's all these demagogues um, just ruling over their countries and probably having like evil laughing sessions on a on a Skype group call, or maybe a uh, Google Hangouts. Um, but they they call each other and they so that they can all see each other's faces, and then they just practice their evil laugh for whenever, whatever the fuck is being planned in the background starts. Like, we're all being kept confused by the news cycle and everything just being slammed in our faces every day. What did he tweet this time? What is it this time? What book is coming out that's talking shit on him? What, uh, what book is coming out that's actually giving important facts about, uh, deleted tapes and pieces of paper being eaten and just like underhanded shit where there it seems like there's no transparency and all that's getting slammed in our face every day and we have to live our lives and try to hopefully be calm about it while we talk about it because there's a lot of people who are yelling about it on both on on both sides there are people, a lot of people yelling about politics right now and i think what we all need to do collectively is i mean get together and and have have um quote unquote bipartisan 
town hall meetings um, in each city to address concerns that involve everyone in the community and then find a way to quote-unquote bridge the gap. (laughs) Sorry for all the quote-unquote, but I mean, if I just keep throwing turns of phrase, then you're going to be like, what is this guy, the fucking phrase phrase machine? What do we put in a quarter and then he just spits out uh, popular phrases? But we need to get together and try and understand each other on a more um, emotional level and certainly to understand policy and and um, upcoming changes, possible changes in um, state and federal laws like to keep up with all that stuff it's a lot because all of this stuff is being flung in our face all the time and it's we're being kept confused and kept in the news cycle of like this shitty thing happened can you believe it this shitty thing happened can you believe it this shitty thing happened and then the other channel is like everything's fine everything's fine look how fine everything is look how great look how fine you're like oh this isn't propaganda at all. <clears throat> Notice how I said the other channel. I didn't even, I didn't even give them the time of day. I mean, I've watched um, a couple of their clips, like the fucking one where uh, Shronal Frump said campaign 11 times in a minute and 38 seconds or something when asked about the um, the finance money the campaign illegal campaign <sighs> it's such a fucking crazy crazy world right now because the United States is being laughed at by the way France um, I see you and thank you for listening I see you on the stats and I see the the bar go up and I'm like whoa I think a lot of people are listening in France was it because of my monogamy is silly episode because I stand by that like to me. It's not for me. I'm polyamorous. And it's been interesting to talk about because, you know, people deny it to your face. And I'm like, no, I'm okay with this. <laughs> like, if I were dating someone and they wanted to date someone else, that would be fine. And I could also date someone else and they would be fine with that. Because there's a previously agreed upon, like, thought process and logical ideology where it's like, well, sex is cool. 
and good. And if, and, and, and I mean, not even just, not even strictly limited to sex. Making out, hanging out, like, it's, it's like, it's like eternally dating, but, like, you can make deeper connections. Every time I see on, on, uh, Tinder or OkCupid, the, in the description, it's like, all caps, no hookups, with, like, six exclamation marks, and you're like, okay, (laughs) I get it. But also, like, it, it wouldn't be just hooking up. It wouldn't have to be. And there, there's, it's not just cut and dry anymore. There's not, like, like, uh, there was a storyline on Insecure about it, where there's a guy that was polyamorous, and Molly dated him a little bit I won't give too much away because that show is awesome and you should should watch it shout out to Issa Rae for making a fucking dope show watch Insecure I'm broke as fuck and I don't have a login right now and my phone broke I'm on my um older android right now I'm on my HTC One M8 Shout out! This phone came out in 2011. I got it when it came out. And it's it's seen better days, but it still works. And it's a, it's a testament to Android. I mean, they make really good phones. Just depends on the, the brand you get. And I've never been a Samsung guy for phones. I have... A tablet that was a hand-me-down from my friend he was about to get another one he was about to upgrade and then he just goes hey you like drawing right and I was like um yeah I mean I guess and then he goes do you want a tablet and I went what I've told this story on the podcast before but um, <coughs> just Talking about Android phones is fun because there's a lot of different kinds. There's a lot of different companies that are like, we can make this type of phone, this type of phone, this type of phone. There could be a camera that pops out. There could be a um, <laughs> the uh, I'm I'm intrigued by the idea of the upcoming Samsung foldable phone. But I think I'm not going to want it. Like, it's going to be too much, like, too big. Like, it doesn't need to fold. Like, it's fine that phones don't fold in on themselves. A screen that folds doesn't seem that appealing to me. But a screen that folds could be um, a precursor to cooler phones in the future. Yes, cooler than a smartphone that folds in on itself. Oh, fuck. What are we doing? It's just a flip phone. It's just a glorified flip phone. And it's going to play on people's nostalgia. And they're going to be like, Have you gotten the Samsung phone that closes on itself? That's what they're going to call it. And then people are going to go, Yeah, it's like a flip phone. Oh, man, it reminds me of a... And then it'll have, like, 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit. Android makes good, or Samsung makes good phones. I don't, I don't have any of them and never have, but I've heard great things from people who own them. But, apart from Android, I mean, Samsung, there's HTC. HTC is still making phones. They make the Vive, um, and they're still making phones. I don't know anything about their most current phones. I should look into that, but the, the phone that I have my eye on and my heart set on, it comes out in November, and, like, maybe some miracle will happen from now until November. Yeah. And I'll be able to buy it because the phone itself is going to be about $1,200. And it's a red hydrogen one. Now, what this phone is, is a, a module to red cameras, but also it has a fucking dope-ass camera on it. Um, and if you have a red camera or that phone, that's the only way you can see, um, some of the images that it can make. And I'm sure that you could, like, film stuff with it and then put that in your video. But, I mean, I'm so intrigued, and the case, or the, the, the exterior is made of titanium? So, if you drop your phone, it's not going to be a problem. Um, or shouldn't be. Um, man, I wonder, I wonder if the glass on the front is like super fucking, super fucking duper Gorilla Glass 8. That's what they'll call it. Oh, this phone? This, this phone has super fucking duper Gorilla Glass 8. <laughs> There's a chopper in the sky. What do you want to see with your eye? What are you looking for? Chopper 5. <laughs> chopper 5 is alive. There's no driver. It survives. By eating hives, that's right, beehives. So if you think, what's happening to the bees? Blame Chopper 5 for eating all the beehives. I like, I like that one. Inspired by true events. <laughs> oh yeah! So I got these cheeses at the dollar store. And they're, um, buffalo wing flavor. And I wasn't sure. I was like, are these going to be 
kind of a letdown like the Tabasco ones. I think I didn't like the Tabasco ones, and then there was some, like, jalapeno something or other that I didn't really like. Um, and I'm not too into the white cheddar ones. It's because, like, I feel like the white cheddar Cheez-Its, this is controversial, I'm gonna take heat for this, but... <laughs> I feel like the white cheddar Cheez-Its are dependent on that powdery cheese that's in there with it and like the regular Cheez-Its are just regular ass fucking baked uh, whatever it is and salt but the white cheddar ones are like no plus there's powdery powdery powder cheese in it and you're like why aren't you strong enough on your own why do you need the powder so these buffalo wings ones have powder, and that's what the flavor, the flavor comes from. It's pretty good. Ow. It's like, they got the flavor of the buffalo wings, but they also got the flavor of like a hint of ranch. This is a well-done product. There's the moon. Holy fucking shit. It's so beautiful tonight. I've been taking pictures of the moon lately. I don't think it'll let me take a picture while I'm recording. But this episode doesn't have to be that long. I don't limit myself. Oh, man. It's like orange. Because as it's rising, it interacts with, I don't know, the city lights or um, I don't know, but it's like a, it's like almost a half moon, not quite three quarters and it's waning. So it's going to go away in like, I don't know. Week, in a week there it'll be like a sliver. That's my guess. Or it'll be like a healthy thumbnail. You know how the crescent moon kind of looks like a thumbnail sometimes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I'll. I think I'm gonna end episode here this has been you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and read the fucking room <laughs>